Hello and welcome to Temple Bar Tradfest podcast. I'm Ruth Smith. And I'm Kieran Hanrahan and we're coming to you from the Oliver St. John Gogarty pub here in Temple Bar in Dublin. We have a very special guest here with us today, piping and traditional music royalty and trad publican, that's Sean Potts. One time known as Sean Og Potts, but he's at that age now that he's just <laughs> Sean Potts. Sean, thanks a million for coming in and joining us here. Thanks, Kieran. Great to be here. Really good to see you. I met you many times, of course, recording and stuff. And even I think we met you in a GAA club one night with yourself and your father playing. That was a fantastic uh, for us to just see in action together. That's right. We've we've met I think on the eve of the All Ireland Football Final a couple of times. I think I played with Sean up in uh, St Vincent's GAA club. I think it was back in 2011 uh, when this successful journey for the county began. Um, so yeah, yeah, well, it was great to be part of those occasions. So that success all started with a, a Potts appearance on Cayley House back in 2011. Anyway, we're delighted that you're with us, Sean. I'm delighted to see that you've brought your pipes as well. Will you give us a tune? I will, of course, yeah. yeah I'm going to try um, a slow air, which is obviously associated with the great uh, Nicholas Tobin, uh, called Ochel, or Yal, and uh, I'll follow that with a couple of jigs. Um, one, of the, one of the first jigs I ever learned as a, as a child, Sean Bui, or Yellow Jack, and I followed that with the Greenfields, the jig version of the Greenfields of America. Lovely. Thanks, Sean.
mighty stuff there from Sean Potts on the pipes here at the Oliver St. John Gogarty in Temple Bar in Dublin. Enjoying that there, Ruth. Magnificent sound of the pipes. Thank you very much, Sean, for coming in. That was uh, Ochel, the air into two jigs. You said Sean Bui and the Green Fields of America. The first, one of the first jigs that you learned. Tell me about the, the source of that. Oh, well, it's a very common piping tune, you know, and it was played by, by uh, uh, Willie Clancy and... Um, I think my, my first lessons were actually very close to the Oliver St. Gogarty here on Essex Street, where Nipibri Ellen was actually based then, back in the uh, 1978, uh, when I started the pipes first. Um, it was an old derelict building up there now near where the, the, the square is, with the, the, it shows the pictures and stuff of like that. Uh, um, and yeah, it was it was it was it was interesting place. We used to there was two rooms in there, and, you, and the, the classes would take part. I think my my first teacher, two teachers I had, uh, Tom Clark and Mick Slevin, and um, everybody would go back in the journey into the main room then and practice their tunes. So there could be ten, maybe fifteen pipers playing in different pitches and all <laughs> trying to learn. So some cacophony of sound, but uh, we weren't there for too long. We moved to to Henrietta Street then after that, and we got the bigger premises and. You know, it, it's developed wonderfully ever since. You know, but uh, yeah, I, I think I learned that tune from from Mix Levin originally in uh, in Essex Street. Wonderful, and we've so much we could talk to you about in terms of music. But just to to look at recent history, you've become a publican, and you've opened the wildly popular Piper's Corner Pub across from the Abbey Theatre. Tell me about how that's going. Uh, it's going great, thanks, Ruth. Yeah, it's it's uh, business has grown uh, great over the last couple of years. It was. Um, we we sort of took a bold step. I, I actually have a friend of mine who's a publican on that street who ran a, a great business there for a long time, Briody's Pub, and we sort of met and we came with sort of the idea of maybe trying to start another traditional music pub uh, in the area. And uh, the premises come up for sale, and we were lucky enough to get a team together to to to, to uh, purchase it. And uh, so we put music into it every night of the week. So there's there's the best traditional music there, and we we try to keep it in a sort of controlled environment so people can hear it. But uh, it's not amplified. It's got a, a natural and and there's been some wonderful nights there. Music, you know, and it's grown. I think the music community has has has, has taken to it. The traditional music community in Dublin. Um, we're also lucky to be associated with the GA, and uh, we've a sort of strong connection with the Dublin GA. Uh, through my own involvement uh, over years and and continued involvement with our, with our own GA club and and I think the sort of that uh, community has also taken to the pub so between you know it's very much an Irish pub we we embrace the Irish language we in Irish music and and Gaelic games without being sort of po faced about it it's, it wouldn't be a sort of an old fashioned or sort of traditional place it's slightly hipstery as well you know but uh, I think well it's all coming back into fashion isn't it, it is yeah but I think we've we've stuck to our guns and and I think people do you know they're there's always there's you know there there's a market for people you know sort of an authentic kind of uh, um, offering and I think you know we've we were happy that that business has continued to grow and people are, are, are you know happy with the place and and you know enjoy that kind of environment. You know. Sean, did you model the pub on anywhere or is this something you felt was needed in Dublin City? Well, I think you know I mean. Th- th- Traditionally, when I was growing up, there was there was a there was a lot of pubs actually with, with traditional music in them, uh, and uh, I think that is condensed over the years. There, there's obviously uh, you know there's a strong um, offering in, in Temple Bar. It's, it's it's probably more tourist traffic and a kind of that that sort of market that it's there. But we we're, were looking to to cater for the, the the traditional music community itself, you know. And I think you know over the years it's been well served by places like Hughes's uh, pub and, and the Cobblestone. So really, the model was the same kind of model. I suppose it's slightly different than. It, it, it depends where you're positioned as a pub uh, to what kind of traffic you know there's a lot of footfall on Marlborough Street it's a busy area and it's a busy pub um, so actually getting music to work in that requires a certain uh, you know it's slightly different maybe the other pubs but I think there can never be enough venues for traditional musicians to play in and I think 
uh, it's great. We we thought there was was still a scope for a, another place where um, you know the best of traditional musicians could come in and play regularly uh, and enjoy playing and enjoy the the you know the environment that we've created. I think the bar staff, the people who work in the pub, are very much clued into what we're doing. Uh, we have sort of strong values as a business, and I think they they're reflected in in as I said, uh, you know, with the Irish language being to the fore, with uh, traditional music being sort of in a kind of protected environment. We look after the musicians when they're in there, you know. So um, you know, and that works well most of the time. And I saw that you, you run an odd pop-up Gaeltacht there as well. Yeah, well, the, the, the Oscar O'Keara and, and Peter Cavanagh uh, have been involved in, in, in that uh, absolutely wonderful uh, concept of uh, the pop-up Gaeltacht. There's been a number of occasions and we've sort of tried to continue the, the, what they've created by, by, by welcoming and being to the fore about the language uh, in the pub. And I think the Dublin County Board uh, of the GA have... Uh, taking their initiative so that after uh, games, after a number of games, they have a post-match goal that's where they encourage people who do speak the language who are involved in GA clubs around the co- to meet in Piper's Corner so they can expe- speak Irish uh, together. So, you know, it's, you know, Crumid Fall to Rimish and Tang on Tang Gal Irish to Gonsan, I guess, you know. I guess I'm in Vru or Gokhenia, Gwilga, Wahavakal. No, Neil Brewer, Erena, Gudain Hog, Hogailing Egg. And could a small this in the Hebrew Stigown, a Mavacane, a Gubbin son, Nagasa, Karen Greg, a Gailing and Garson, a Gailing a game in Breodim, a Hale is so known, son, Fishiglashavirim Lum, so a Gailing Garson. August Fekim, an odd tweet, Oscar Freshen. Oh, yeah, it's Shintok. Yeah, we try to, like, as I said, I think it's, you know, you have to be active about the language. And again, it's not po faced, you know, if people want to come in and, and uh, you know, use whatever Irish they have. We'll encourage the, the staff and we'll encourage the people in the in the bar to sort of uh, to speak Irish to them, you know. And uh, so I think, yeah, I think you know, I think the Irish community, Irish speaking community, like do want places where they know they're. But what they do at the pop up Gaelic is they go to places where you wouldn't imagine any Irish being spoken. <laughs> I think that's the whole concept behind that. So, but every so often they come back to us because I think you know they see it as something of a hope, you know. So uh, I'd like to, I'd like to think it is, you know. Yeah, and sure they get the best of music and song there anyway. Absolutely. That's as an added bonus. And as you said, a very welcoming atmosphere. You know, you're bringing the communities, the GA community, the Irish speaking community, and the music uh, playing community, and and to have such a, a kind of a dedicated listeners room for audience members as well. Yeah, I think I think we we, we want to, that it wouldn't be generic. You know, that we sort of. Uh, we do, we don't have televisions on the pub. We we uh, except when there's a big GA match on, <laughs> or a Dublin match on. Um, when Shane Lowry's been in the open, <laughs> but uh, no, it, it, we we yeah, it's it's it, it, we're very much connected with Dublin GA. We, we're active actively involved, but it, it, I think um, in terms of of music that uh, you know it, we're we're catering for the Irish music community itself it's very very vibrant in Dublin as you know only too well um, there's so many great musicians so many great young musicians and uh, you know it, it, it's you know it's not life altering people to go in and play a few a few gigs in, in, in Piper's Corner but they get to play with good musicians they, they know the environment is protective them. they know what comes first and what comes first is, is the music and it's unusual for a pub to, be, to have that I'm not, I'm not, we're, not, we're not you know overselling ourselves we're just saying but that, that's the way it is and we have our values and we stick to them and I think it's helped develop the business quite quickly and, and, and people know what we, we stand for it's not everybody's cup of tea you know trust me but uh, we, we don't have the televisions on people can come in there and they can listen to music and and, and song we, we've a lot of singers and uh, you know I, Derry Farrell sings there on, on a Tuesday night with myself and Kevin Glacken and uh, 
you know, it's really great. To, uh, actually, the fringe benefit for me personally is that I get to play a lot of music. That I was just going to ask you that because it's no doubt it's a busy business. Um, do you get to play as much uh, as you used to? Yeah, you just leave the pipes in there and you sort of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'd actually get more of an opportunity, even though it's very, very busy um, in comparison to maybe working in, in, in a corporate kind of uh, position where. Um, it's not as conducive to being able to, to get out playing, but uh, even even you know keeping your hand in with a weekly um, tune is, is actually important, you know, because it, it gets the instrument out, and uh, and then you're meeting musicians all the time in there, and you sort of just you end up sort of going playing with them, and they they come looking for you as well. And so the, yeah, that's that's I would consider it good to be more active uh, in the music scene since it opened. You mentioned Jerry Farrell and you're going to be performing with him at Tradfest in 2020 and I'll ask you about that in a minute actually in the lineup, and that sounds like a really exciting night but just before we get on to that Elon Piping you're playing the Elon Pipes how is it how, how is the state of it now I've been to Nipibri Elon and spoken to Gay McKeown they seem to be quite happy about the progress but let's say since you were starting out big changes? Oh it's enormous changes when, when I started um, there was a couple of things like obviously I was lucky I was born into an Irish music family my my great-grandfather was a piper the, the, you know the, it was passed through the generations um, my father was obsessed with the instrument you know and um, so I was lucky enough to start but, but even in 1979 there were, the, the, it was very very small uh, the people Ireland was just over 10 years old uh, they'd gotten the pipers together with some great musicians obviously still except, but it was it was difficult to get instruments it was difficult to get the instruments serviced um, and they're a tricky difficult instrument to keep you know, um, they're hard to make, they're hard to maintain, and, and I think one of the huge strides made really under Gay McKeown's um, direction in the Pebreelan has been the availability of quality instruments, of quality reeds. Um, they've pushed really, really hard to develop the, the pipe craft, um, pipe making training centre out in Clonshock. I think that's a huge component of, of the growth and the popularity of the instrument. You know, the great tuition. The people have been uh, behind teaching the instrument properly, um, in, in not just in Dublin, but in their outreach program around the country now. And what you're seeing is you're seeing young kids who are have a very high standard. It's not sort of flash in the pan stuff. They're they're becoming really great musicians at at a you know by mid teens playing good instruments. You know, and they they they, they don't have the same restrictions that I remember from the oh you can't play that you can't do that because it won't work and that's not going to work and you're down cutting bits off reeds and and so there was always this sort of struggle and the, the people who prospered best at the time were the lads who knew you be able to do their own reeds and so that's all changed now so you've got this idea that the the, the pipe piping isn't as restricted or you know uh, with availability of good instruments a lot of good great makers now and I think that's. You know, I was down in, in Meltown, Melbourne, and I gave a dig out at the, on the first day for registration. I think there was 126 um, students in the, in the piping classes at Skull Sowery, Willie Clancy. And I think that's a testament to what Nepibrillion has really done, which has been, you know, as an organisation, very active around the key components, which is, which is tuition, which is performance um, and, and instrument making, and all of a high standard. You know, and if you keep those standards high, uh, it becomes easier for, for people to access... Um, the, the, the instrument and the music and I think that's uh, so w- what you see now is, is actually huge growth in, 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 in the popularity of, of Ilham Piping uh, the standards continue to grow there's, there's a lot more great players around and it's not as condensed it's not you know th- there was always a mystique around Ilham Piping and it's probably been dis- demystified somewhat because now you, you, you know you can get good instruments you can get good tuition you can learn the instrument properly and, and I think y- you see kids now playing the full, full sets well 
and technically very well at, at, a, at a younger age. And I think that's that's a sign of the real progress that the uh, Nippy Real has made. Yeah, and you mentioned that outreach programme. Certainly, Gay has done fantastic work on all of that, and that has kind of spread the good news story about Ilham Piping right throughout the country. Um, we mentioned Derry Farrell and we mentioned this upcoming gig at Tradfest 2020. You're involved in that. Myself, Derry and Kevin Glacken play together regularly and I think uh, early early on this year we um, we played together at the Celtic Connections. He put what was called the Dublin Sessions together with a number of guests and uh, he had a lineup with, with, with Robbie Walsh and, and Paddy Kiernan and, and Sean O'Graham and... Um, it was great. It was sort of Dublin themed, as the songs were all, you know, associated with the with the city and, and myself and Kevin. that played some instrumental music with them. But um, for the Tradfest, uh, we've added uh, a couple of other great Dublin musicians, including uh, singers Cathy Davy and Quiva Hogarty. Quiva uh, actually sang with us in Glasgow as well. Um, but also, it's, it's great to get former chieftain frontman Sean Keane uh, playing with us. He's uh, very closely connected with us all through my life since I was a child. You know. Um, I must have admired him as, as one of the greatest musicians we've ever had and uh, it's great that we, we get to play him and it's a slightly different uh, environment I, I, and I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, you know hearing what, what he does with, with, with Derry who's, who's become one of the most exciting singers we've produced in a long time and uh, and his voice is so connected with the city and and you know but a lot of Liam Weldon's stuff as well and I think he's captioned that sort of Frank Hart, Liam Weldon um, uh, tradition really that that's exists in the city so yeah it's an exciting it's an exciting collaboration you know and uh, i'm looking forward to it well it certainly is it's almost like full circle with sean and the chieftains and he you know having played for so many years with your father that you get back on stage and with a dublin gathering of musicians at tradfest 2020 yeah I, I think you know i've you know what i've been too parochial about it uh, i've always advocated that there is a very very strong unique tradition in in the city itself and it goes back to the early part of the last century when people like my great-grandfather started coming to the city first their their homes became sort of a place where country musicians who came to work in the city or were passing through the city would meet um, but a lot of great musicians were, were taught by those people then in turn and you know people like Tommy Reck you know and then Sean Keane and my father and that generation um, and I think there's always always been a, a wonderfully strong uh, powerful sort of and I think there's a there's a great pipes fiddle part of it, aspect to it, and if you look at some of the great duets that have existed, like from, even you know, Paddy Maloney and Sean Keane, and then uh, Paddy Keenan and Paddy Glacken, and uh, even up to Sean McKeown and Liam O'Connor, like, it's great sort of, uh, something that sort of exists, you know, that, that it's not unique to the city, obviously, but but it, there, there is a strong resonance with the, the previous generation of musicians, and, and I think, yeah, it's, it's good to celebrate. I'll add another duet name to that, Sean Potts and Kevin Glacken as well, they've <laughs> got fiddle and pipes. Well, it's very exciting to to have you as part of Tradfest for Derry Farrell's uh, Friends Dublin session and all information for that is on tradfest.ie and that's going to be taking part or that's going to be going ahead in Dublin Castle Printworks as part of Tradfest 2020 it's been fabulous to have you today here Sean um, would you play us another tune? yeah great to hear Excellent the pipes in such close quarters yeah. here in the Oliver Singer Gogarty
Well, I have a friend of mine in County Clare there, and he'd be listening to a tune like that, and he said, you didn't leave a fuinine in it there. Sean Potts, brilliant stuff on the Illum Pipes there with the steam package. Sean, thanks a million for coming in to us. And we will see you in January for that mighty gig at the Dublin Castle Point Brooks. All details on tradfest.ie. We'll get the details there. Ruth, you have news about the gig guide. Indeed I do. We have Mary Black on tour and she's playing the Solstice Arts Centre in Navan this Thursday. She'll be in Ulster Hall in Belfast on Friday and the Lime Tree Arts Centre in Limerick on Saturday. Next week Mary plays the Marketplace Theatre in Armagh on Thursday. Cork Opera House on Friday and the West Lodge Hotel in Bantry on Saturday. And the magical talents of Tara Breen on fiddle, Leisha Kelly on harp, Josephine Marsh on accordion and singer Nell Necroinin come together for a very special music network tour of Ireland that's taking place at the minute. They play St John's Theatre and Arts Centre in Listowel tomorrow, that's Tuesday evening, the Bell Table in Limerick on Wednesday, the Pavilion Theatre Dunleary on Thursday, the St Marleybone Parish Church in London on Friday, the Regional Cultural Centre in Letterkenny on Saturday, the Hawkswell Theatre in Sligo on Sunday and finally Station House Theatre in Clifton on Monday what a great town to finish a wonderful tour in uh, Luca Bloom is in the middle of a huge tour of Switzerland he plays the Kofmile Solothurn tonight Monday La Capella in Bern on Wednesday the Kultur Hotel Guggenheim Leistal on Thursday Conservi in Sion on Friday and next week Luca is playing in The Moods in Zurich on Thursday the Theatre Duo Fischbach in Kusnacht on Friday and the Stern and Keller in Ruti on Saturday. Yeah, that's fantastic stuff, Ruth. I just don't know how you do it. What a linguist. <laughs> thanks for of course thanks of course to the Irishmusicmagazine.com for all their help in putting our gig guide together. Well that's nearly all we have time for, but before we go, I want to remind you that Tradfest is brought to you by the Temple Bar Company. It's a not-for-profit collective who manage and promote Temple Bar, cult- Dublin's cultural quarter. Check out Tradfest.ie for more information on Tradfest 2020, which takes place in January. Until next week's episode of the Temple Bar Tradfest podcast. From the Oliver Sinjin Gogarty here in Temple Bar, I'm Kieran Hanrahan. And I'm Ruth Smith, and we're going to leave you with Zoe Conway and John McIntyre recorded live at Tradfest. Thanks a million to you all for listening. Thanks a million. Slán. We're going to play um, a tune from Donegal, a beautiful tune called Gillespie's Mazurka, and then a tune after that called The Baker's Reel, um, which is a Scottish tune composed by James Scott Skinner, and then a lovely tune from America uh, composed by Mark O'Connor, and it's called The Calgary Polka. Um, so this is one I learned, actually, the last tune I learned from Cahill Hayden, great fiddle player. Um, so we'll try these three.